1: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Tuesday NXT Fightful Post Show Sour Graps deal. Some something about
2: this is the NXT Post Show for April 18th, the Sour Graps NXT post show where you can get in your super chats, get in your Humper Chats, subscribe to Fightful Select at FightfulSelect.com. A little bit of news about uh, a certain uh, uh, a certain fella in Spindrift uh, Unity. Going up about there. Some Becky Lynch contract news. Some other contract news. Going up on Fightful Select. Plenty more contracts to report on. New stuff every day. Jeremy Lambert is now the director of content overall. Things are growing and changing. You're going to get a lot more Brian Danielson dick headlines. It's going to be great, but mm-hmm. subscribe to Fightful mm-hmm. Select. Best $5 in the biz. You get Alex and myself every mm-hmm. Monday mm-hmm. doing a Sour mm-hmm. Graphs post show just like this, but behind the paywall, Friday's Alex does his SmackDown review while doing a Rampage watch along and pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. You also get me, mm-hmm. Alex. So if you like what you see tonight, mm-hmm. there's plenty more of it on Fightful Select as well as plenty of other things, including all the scoops you could ever want. But get in your Super Chats or your Humper Chats tonight, because we've got a lot of NXT to talk about. Alex, nothing makes sense. Nothing on the show makes sense. There's nothing that Mm-mm. makes sense.
3: Mm-mm.
2: That could be the whole review.
1: Um, Alpha Bell, Bell sa- sent in a... Uh, <laughs> um, something last night. It was a sour chat. It says, trying to think of something to say, please stand by, and that might as well... Um, apply to tonight because (laughs) trying to think of something to say that isn't the same basic ass shit that they have said here on this particular Tuesday night program over and over again for the past year. It's really hard for, it's hard for it's hard for the writers to come up with something, literally anything to say that moves stories forward or is different than the same stuff that they've had people say for a year now.
2: For a year? You're lucky if we're not going back to HPK tribute spots. Uh, but, at
1: least, yeah. Okay,
2: I have good news and I have bad news. The bad news is we're back to our NXT doldrums after what was not a terrible week the week before last. Well. But yeah. the thing is, the week before last, Alex, your, mm-hmm. your mustache was very tiny. Yeah. yeah. Now your mustache is back to normal, and NXT mm-hmm. is back to its normal doldrums. Uh, so if you want the show to be watchable, gonna need you to. No,
1: no, I'm, I'm just gonna sit here, eat my nuts. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. We're gonna nuts.
2: go nuts talking about this show. I don't. Yeah. There's so much that just. Mm-hmm. It. It's like they were like, you know what? Brand new show every week. Mm-hmm. Booker T doesn't know the show he's watching, that's for sure. Today no. he was like, I love Biggie. I was like, didn't you hate the New Day, like, uncomfortably?
1: Yeah. It was an uncomfortable amount of hate.
2: Like, for no reason at all? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I um, don't think on this show makes sense anymore.
1: No. Jambeer says this Friday I get one more closer to becoming dust. <laughs> Not sure to be happy or sad about it happy because it will be one last year or sad that it's taking so long to get the job done um um your dad paul elizabeth says happy tuesday sgs and upcoming birthday to jam beers that's nice
2: that's nice i'm sorry it's mm-hmm. such a was a grim little message
1: it was but you know
2: normally i think <clears> our <throat> community brings out the best in people but i don't think nxt brings out the best
1: mm-hmm. in people yeah um so, Jabra Pringle says, Alex the Incredible, Kate the Stunning, oh, Papa you. Elizabeth the Daddy-O with the Mostus, Luis, Louise, the Great Bearded One, Alphabet Man, Sears of Cease, and all USGS people, this was a show, I guess.
2: That is, uh, we don't have to do a review. That nope. sums it up perfectly. We can skip right to the jukebox.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Throw That's some true. puns
2: in there if you want.
1: Um, and then Jambier says, I think Louis Dangour is trying to give Alex a heart attack from Rage with him pitching a Dom versus Roman title match. And then Louis Lu- uh, says, that was not Lu- uh, Louis. That was Call Me Crazy last night on the Raw post show. Um, Like, I wouldn't, Honestly, it would just be a giant waste of time. You know what I mean? Like a a, a dumb Mysterio versus Roman thing. This is a giant waste of time.
2: Oh, I don't. If it was Dangor, he says a bunch of dumb stuff. No, it's not. Things. It's like, not so Dangor. It was
1: somebody block, on the on the, like, the post show. Whatever.
2: No, I mean the whole thing is it's going to be a waste of time until they either mm-hmm. run it back with Cody mm-hmm. or until they reach a thousand mm-hmm. days and mm-hmm. do it at WrestleMania next mm-hmm. year. Apparently, so Elise wants
1: wants wants a uh, nut bo- uh, uh, nut puns.
2: Nut puns, Ali Cease.
1: Allie, Allie Cease wants nut y'all
2: puns. Better, y'all better land on the appropriate side of the line, okay? I only have one dirty ad read, and I already know what's I it tonight because we got a really, really, really dumb promo for Breaker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I guess we should start at the beginning of the show.
1: Yeah. um, Cam Watson says, I don't get why Marvel – don't use the Incredible Hulk for advertising. More, he's basically just one big banner. Get it? Happy Tuesday, everyone. Love you guys. Cam that was more
2: entertaining people. than anything that
1: happened on the mm-hmm, show, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Alex we...
2: Von Wagner and Robert Stone are still together. Roxanne's <laughs> re-entering the title picture from his anxiety. What are we doing on the show?
1: Nothing. Nothing that happened, happened. And everything that is going to happen already happened. But if things didn't happen, then things can't happen a second time. So it's all new to you.
2: I got a text message from the ceases that just says, Marty, John Nutty.
1: John, You're supposed to Marty, 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 Janetti. 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 Marty, John Nutty. John Nutty. Marty, John Nutty.
2: He That's is good. a little nutty,
1: um, Cashew oh McIntyre. <laughs> um, okay, so um, the the show, such as it was,
2: that did happen.
1: Um, uh, to do that, uh, uh, hold on, did I hit the wrong. Po- I hit the wrong thing. Um, such as it, such as it was, the show began with the triple threat. Did I miss something? Because it looks like the the title of this episode is is this the swan song in NXT for the dyad? Was there a report saying that if they lose tonight, they're they're being granted their release, or did, did that come out? Or
2: no, just that they requested their release, and if they were going to do business on like dyad, that means consuming. anything,
1: like that means anything. Um, uh, I uh, uh, yeah, no, I I I feel like they're just sticking around because they're. A-holes who won't let people leave when they want to leave. I think that's just kind of what well, it works.
2: But... They might not want to let a British tag team go before Wembley.
1: I mean, that's part that's that's certainly part of it, specifically, but also globally, just like as a general rule. Oh, you want to leave? No, sorry, you're not allowed to leave. You want to stay, you're fired. Uh, that's the way it's worked for many, many years. Um, but uh the the triple threat was um was decent. Uh, anytime uh, Julius Creed was in there, it was awesome. Dude. Um, and uh, everything came down to uh, the end, which was booked like crap.
2: Fending was booked poorly, the mm-hmm. rest of the match was real, real good. The
1: rest of the match was really good. And and the, the, the here's the thing hey, guys, lay out a great match, practice it all week in the PC. Um, you got all your spots down. Great. And then I'm, I, I, you will never convince me. This is not how it works. Oh, you've been practicing this great, uh, this great match. It looks great. Kudos boys. All right, here we go. I walk in during the day on Tuesday and say, here's the crazy piece of shit booking. We have for you for the end of this match. It's going to make no sense. You fit it in. Cause that's the way it feels. Every time these guys go out there and do something great, And then the booking is like, what? It feels like they've been rehearsing this great match for hours and hours. And then like at the very end, like, oh yeah, we need James Drake or whatever his fake name is to um, fall off the top rope and graze the leg of of Ivy Nile. After that happens, um, the Creeds are going to do a doomsday device to uh, the other, to one of their opponents. And then the guy who is not legal is going to roll out of the ring and check on Ivy Nile. And the guy who is legal is going to stand there in the ring like, what happened? And then he's going to take a finisher and he's going to lose. So.
2: (laughs) Your dumb legal competitor voice, Mm, mm, uncanny. mm. (laughs) I mean, uh,
1: Brutus is the legal guy. He could just roll over and pin the dude they did the doomsday device to. But he's so (laughs) concerned about where Julius went. Julius is like, hey, you got this, right? Because you're the legal dude. So you can pin him after we did our amazing big time tag team finishing maneuver. I'm going to go check on Ivy, who, lest we forget, got her leg grazed. Like
0: well, like they, they, showed, a,
1: the, they showed the replay family. and James Drake Drake fell off the top rope all the way to the floor and then like did this, hold on, did this to her leg with his hand.
2: Okay, did well mice you forget that she's a delicate little lady. And
1: yeah, I forgot. A hand right.
2: graze can cause one to faint.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh really poorly booked. Ending right decision from the perspective of who won.
1: Sure. Uh
2: but my net of this is uh all these all these three teams are really good. Um what the hell is Julius Creed not doing on the main roster managed by Paul Heyman oh, and being hot shot to the title? Like he just know. you get a back suplex, you get a back suplex. Back mm-hmm. suplexes for everyone basically oprah he does not love bread the way oprah does look at his Mm -hmm. how shredded he is Mm -hmm. um it's just i would have a little easier go of it not a much easier go of it but a little bit of a go of it if i was like all right the stories aren't great but this is developmental And look at the way they're moving people up to the main roster. But Alex, they don't move people up to the main roster. They turn them heel and have them call people in Florida a bunch of clowns. um, Instead of calling them up to the main roster. So I don't understand what the value of what I'm watching is. Because it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. like they're doing anything with the people that have come this far. Because Mm -hmm. Alex, you and I are harsh critics. And we Mm -hmm. used to call them lumbering sacks of flour. And... Mm-hmm. Caucasians of pain, all these mm-hmm. names mm-hmm. Then they turn mm-hmm. out to be really damn good. Mm-hmm. And we are the harshest of critics.
1: Well, harshest. Ergo,
2: if we learned their names and are impressed, move them up. Julius especially and Brutus when they're not making him look like a dumbass in the middle of the ring mm-hmm. is also very good. But man, oh man. Yep. This is just like the Julius Creed show, whatever he's in the ring.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he's really, really good. Um, and uh, um, they
2: are certifiably nuts, not to call him up.
1: That's weird, I don't get it. Um, JW Pringle uh says CM Pistachio, Ricardo El Comerciante de Pepsi says Nut Bagwell's Face Planters, Chi Town Spurs says Macadamian Priest, which I really, really <laughs> like a lot. That's really, really, really good. uh, um, um, uh, um, Meat Enormous says Dominut and Ray Pistachio.
2: Um,
1: (sighs) Puyaka. Puyaka, Puyaka. Chris Pereira says Cashew Wheeler. Tom (laughs) LaValle also says Cashew Wheeler, but also says uh, Dax Har 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 Walnuts. Um,
2: Top nuts
1: out. Um, uh, uh, Bill Alpha Bill says Grayson Walnuts. That's very good. Um, insert Cle- clever Tegan Nux Pond. That says Pecan Pecan Knox. Uh, t- oh, I thought you were Nux. just gonna go with Tegan Pe- Nuts. So
2: that's Pekin,
1: pretty good. Pecan <laughs> uh, Tegan Nuts is good, but Pecan Knox is really good. Um, uh, Jam Beard says Joey Januta versus uh, Ray Mustachio. I like, I like I like just calling mistachio It's very funny. <laughs> that's um, pretty good. Um, uh, Co says Mister Peanut, Kurt Hazelnut. Co says um, uh, uh, a that's, that's from <laughs> that's from MD Cyclo. But Co sent it in? Uh, Jam says the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal Sabanut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shy Spurs says evil Macaruno. Um, <laughs> uh, um uh um Meet Norma says, What's the main event from Macadamia back- Backlash? Um uh uh Jam Beard says pretty peanut Avalon, the ring general walnut. Pretty peanut and, Avalon.
2: And,
1: and um uh Ali C suggested it, but it was sent in by Ricardo Coconut Nut beware. <laughs> Uh, oh, and Keith Leanut is from Henry the Henry the Casey. Is a Leanut um, a thing? I don't know. I'm assuming.
2: I'm just going to say this. Black Blackpool, throw in the word Blackpool
1: Coconut Club is really, is really funny. <laughs>
2: but a coconut's not a nut. It just but I,
1: I don't care. It's, it it, it is it for the for, for the for, yeah. Wait, is that. a
2: coconut a nut?
1: I don't know. I mean, it, it goes on a tree.
2: <laughs> I you think it's got, it it's, got,
1: it's got fruit on the inside. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure. That's what I thought. Um, um, Jagger Reed is uh, James Drake's fake name. All yeah, right.
2: Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed.
1: Nathan Fraser has a has a has a, uh, a a talk show.
2: It's called Bob's Your Uncle. I don't care what they call it on the show.
1: It should be called. It's a lot better than Nathan Fraser's hard hitting home truths. What's a home truth?
2: Alex, why does everybody who's just good at wrestling have to become such a fucking dork? I don't
1: know. Like, Hey, kid,
2: so... that guy's awesome. Give him a lucha mask and have his whole thing be about his goofy lucha persona getting in the way. He's got, a little, he's
1: got a talk show when he sits in front of a green screen. He drinks a very big cup of coffee and he doesn't ever say Bob's your uncle.
2: So and... it's a, right out of the gate, it's a failure. I don't, because if you're I not saying Bob your uncle, whatever. I don't even know what. I don't even know what the. This feels like a poor man's QTV. I hate to say it. I hate to say it.
1: I don't know. It's just. Oh. I guess it's
2: more news. I don't. Look, but, you got like, wh- you got Stevie Turner and her super chat gimmick. All right. You got QTV happening at AEW, parroting all of us dirt sheet kids. Now you got a a new show. Lay off the media, man.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, it's a British saying for being honest, hard-hitting home truths. I know what a hard-hitting truth is. I know when a truth hits too close to home. I've never heard of a home truth, but maybe that's because I'm not. Perhaps so. I tell Spurs saying it's a shot at John Oliver. Then he should take 25 minutes to describe uh, with (laughs) with comedy. One of the worst things that's happening in the world. That's what. That's what would be a shot at John Oliver. He he. Here's here's what he should do. He should take twenty five minutes to talk about the booking in NXT. That's what he should do, and and give and give very specific examples. Um. But but he's but he's not.
2: I have an idea. He should wrestle matches. So he should be wrestle a really matches. Really good wrestler. And not everyone needs to have a talk mm-hmm. show or a dumb gimmick.
1: Yeah. Orion Ben says Alex finally infected Nathan Frazier. Good God. Oh, don't blame this on me. I, I want him to be out there saying Bob's your uncle and doing flips. That's all I want. The
2: fact you never said Bob's your uncle, I'm just... I mean... <sighs> These guys couldn't manage a target.
1: Um, yeah. Um, anyway, Chris Barrera says tonight's show felt like it was three hours. And uh, Tom Lavelli says, isn't most of BDB booking a waste of time? Well, like, yes, but specifically tonight, yes.
2: Yeah, but, but there's a waste of time when it's like the story doesn't make sense, and then there's a waste of time of, hey, we specifically put a stipulation on something for mm-hmm. that stipulation to just not be a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a new and different one.
1: Yeah. That's true. Noam Dar. Uh, rules. He does rule. Uh, he, All I can think he...
2: about is Alicia Fox. hmm
1: He's great. He's a he's a he's a he's a great wrestler. Um I do appreciate that he went to the to the salon and got the double french braids so he looks like um Cammy who is the hardest hitting girl on the field hockey team. Like it is it is uh it's a fantastic hairstyle. You don't see very often in men, but why not? It keeps the keeps the hairs from getting in your, face. your face. It's 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 a very practical hairdo. A lot yes. of a lot of men in wrestling have long hair, and I, I would I would say some nice French braids I think would go a long way to some practicality, because otherwise you know I just I, I yeah I'm not sure.
2: Otherwise, God bless him. Love Orange Casty, always fixing his hair as much as I'm fixing my bangs on this show. Uh-huh. Sometimes you just gotta have it up and out of the way.
1: Um, uh, Alman Pulowski. That's
2: good. Everything's nuts. um.
1: Miles Bourne is very good. I don't know if he's related to Jason Bourne um, or Evan well, Bourne. Well, yeah, of
2: course he is. His Their last name is Bourne.
1: Um, but uh, I, I I appreciate that they gave um, Noam Dar a tune-up match uh, where it wasn't just a straight-up squash. Um, yeah, or but... against,
2: like, like, Miles Bourne is good.
1: Yeah, Miles Ward is, is good and he's going to get better and he, we're going to look back at this in a year and be like that's kind of cool that he had that that Noam Dar's first match was against Miles Ward. Uh Noam Dar's um finisher is a running enzigiri. And uh, I feel like uh, the that uh, com- com- like if he's going to have a match with Axiom, uh, it's going to be running enzigiri versus running <laughs> single leg drop kick and I feel like there's got to be a little bit more you know it's a it's a really cool looking ensigiri um uh but i i yeah I, I think there's especially because they don't have a lot of guys who do this in NXT a little a little uh a little submission maneuver figure figure out something that's a finishing finishing a submission maneuver for for noam dar because he's, he's a really great technical wrestler and because it would make him stand out i feel like the only guys who are who are doing submission finishers are Charlie if, Dempsey. Unless, you'll have some. Charlie Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak. Like they're the they're the only guys who are doing that. And he doesn't feel like he fits in with them, so he'll, he'll stand out by for other reasons. But I feel like yeah.
2: What was the thing AJ Lee did that she called the Black Widow? I'm waiting for a dude of like Noam Dar's stature to use it. Hmm. I feel like we don't see that enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was really cool.
1: Akira Dazawa will whip out like the octopus type of stretch thing like that. Um, yeah. But not, but not, not often. even like
2: hers, but the one that goes like I mm-hmm. can't demonstrate it, but like goes around. Yeah. He used to
1: do a knee bar. That was his finisher. He was an, he did a really great looking yes! brutal, brutal looking knee bar where he would just crank back on the knee and then force it hyper hyper extended. That that was that was some good stuff. Um, Luis says he wants to bring back the fisherman's buster, the knee bar, the knee. I, I I'm telling you, man, that knee bar.
2: That was really would, good.
1: That would make him stand out in in this field in NXT for sure. Um,
2: oh yeah, people are pointing out that Zach Saber Junior., who I got to see twice this weekend, uses it. Mm-hmm.
1: He does yeah. really well. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, one of my favorite. Uh, Uh, matches ever in under the umbrella of uh, WWE was uh, the semifinals of semifinals third round match not really sure Uh, in the Cruiserweight Classic between Zack Sabre jr. and Noam Dar where Noam Dar had been been just destroying uh, Zack Sabre jr.'s uh, arms for the entire match and he locked in the rings of Saturn on Noam Dar with his legs, which just sounds like it's not possible. But when you, it's it's one of the it's one of the f- best, like like in story in the ring, like reasons why this had to happen. Finishing moments of any match I've ever seen. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, I, yeah, I I, I love Zack Saber Jr. and um.
2: It I just keep good. talking about him because I got to see him twice this weekend. And uh-huh. he's, he's so much uh-huh. better than him. just him calling people dickheads, locking yeah. in awesome finishers uh-huh. and really creative offense. It's just, uh-huh. it's just fun. Uh-huh. It's just a good uh-huh. time.
1: Um, quarterfinals, Noam versus Saber Junior. Yes, it was. It did hump. It was. That's crazy, insane.
2: Crazy. That was a quarterfinals match. Get out uh-huh. of the town and take a boss.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Hop on the Greyhound. Yeah. You're over that was
1: that was the quarterfinals match. The 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 round before, I think, was Zach Saber Junior. versus Drew Gulak, which was yes. awesome because it was to- two masters of technical mat wrestling that wrestled completely different. That match was bomb. That was so good, and it was Me- Metalik versus uh, versus Zach Saber Junior. Zach Saber Junior was supposed to be in the finals, but he was like, "Oh no, I." I'm not signing here. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so they had Metal League beat him, but it was a great match. Um, so I've been putting off talking about, um, this horrible, uh, soap opera thing that we've all gone on ourselves. Um, it's
2: just straight out of the board.
1: It is so, 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 so bad. Um, we got, Double vest, who's now back been busted back down to double vest because everything about this was so bad. Oh,
2: uh, um, it, I just I want to talk to my friend.
1: Can you, uh, is you way you could talk to to beach for me because, um, this is me faking some tears about how we came up to, together and I just can't see our partnership end like this, please. Um, you're a grown and- man and and let's let's not let's not we have we i believe we have to add remind some people of some context this is because during the women's tag match last week the beach sprinted down to the ring 10 minutes into the match with a purse and tried to give it to Fallon Henley so she would hit in full view of the ref, her opponent, which would cause a disqualification and they would lose the match anyway. And she refused by screaming at the top of her lungs at the beach. And, um, and double vest said, Hey man, maybe it's not the best uh, choice of, of, of strategy to, uh, in full view of the referee, hand a foreign object to Fallon during the match. And the beach shoved him, and then walked away. And that now, a week later, has caused the Double Vest to just straight up lose it. It's having a very emotional moment.
2: All this made me do is like Keanu James. This whole angle has made me be like, she's a bad bitch. She's like, <clears throat> look, I got, I'm a sex worker, that's obvious, and that's fine. We support it. Do what you got to do. She also, while having that as a career to support herself, has become some merger and acquisition, Mm -hmm. brilliant real estate gal, okay? She's like, I'm going to buy this bar. She's like, I'm not going to put the title for this bar up for no reason. And then they made her do it anyway, but she called it out. Mm -hmm. Then she was like, I'm not going to assume I'm in a relationship with this guy who has talked to me once in the past week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to date people. I'm going to find what I want in this life. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna become a champion i'm gonna mm-hmm. try to bring out even though this this crazy girl who has a horse lawyer she's the weird one uh even though she's nuts i'm gonna try and i'm gonna bring the yeehaw bitch out of her so that we can uh-huh. be champions on this brand
3: uh-huh.
2: and then found henley's like no i don't want to cheat and then today this is maybe like her more she's like well go talk to him dumbass. He's like, uh, why don't
1: why don't you I talk want to your
2: friendship? And she's like, he's why don't you talk to him <laughs>
1: yourself? And then the he door looks- opens and he walks in in slow motion, and we get a shot of his feet because now he has gone from wearing shit kicker cowboy boots to to patent leather white loafers with no socks. And pan up, and now he's wearing like uh, a, a, a button-down dress shirt with a sateen finish um, cut to the navel um, and uh, glasses, and he's now he's got, got a very dramatic low ponytail. Um, he
2: looked like a poor man's Salt bay.
1: He Remember the he, Salt bay guy? Um, perhaps, yeah, I think so. You know what he reminded okay. me of uh, so much? Uh, this is a, a a joke you will not get. Uh, he it reminded me so much of of the German the
2: Simpsons. Guy,
1: yeah, of the German guy who ends up with custody of the uh, the fighting hellfish treasure. Hey, fun boys, get a room. Um, that that guy. That's that's what he Mach schnell mit der ottings. That's that's what he looks like. Um,
2: uh, I don't but, get it, but I want to feel included, so I'm going to laugh uproariously. In, in, <laughs> yeah. In, <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, oh, my God. It's just like that thing that you just referenced. Uncanny.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: That's exactly Chris,
1: Chris, knows, Chris, Chris knows. Uh, yes. The, so do
2: I. That's why guy, I'm the guy, the, green, the guy in the, convertible.
1: the guy in the convertible. There yeah, I know.
2: Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. I wrote that.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, that's who he looks like now. It's very funny uh, because it's so bad. Because he's like, um, I think you should leave. I don't want to talk to you at all. You ruined my life. Um, <laughs> see
2: what happens when you finally get laid.
1: Yeah, um, he, he says, uh, I am late to see Kraftwerk. That's what he says.
2: Yeah, so I know. that's I've yeah. seen that episode from.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: it was in either it's in one of the seasons from one to twenty-five. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, I remember.
1: Um. <laughs> Uh this is really bad. Um uh but it makes he's like I don't even know who you are anymore, and he leaves. And then later we see him talking to Fallon. Um and th- at the at her bar, and then who walks in but Kiana and Beege? Uh and Beege like swipes a finger along a table to check for dust because again, he a week ago he was the shit kicker. Like sidekick of of double vest, and now he's he's to- he went he went to finishing school, and he's now a, a snooty a snooty boy. Okay, That's- he
2: looks dumb, but he has a hot yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, he's having sex. Yeah, he's not with a bunch of friends who kind of yeah. suck. Let's get real. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna implode your life.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: What good have they done?
1: Yeah, it's uh, good for him. Uh, Level up. Yeah. Um, you know who so your
2: contract is looked over by a horse.
1: They they come in and and challenge um, uh, uh-huh. double vest and horse girl to a to a mixed tag match next week on spring spring break. Again, I thought they were going to hold off on this and do it at um, uh, you know because because obviously there's a lot more of this story to tell. And they were going to hold off and do this at um, at battleground, but they're going to do it next week. Um, and so uh, Fallon uh, uh, accepts, and Double Vest is like, "I I don't even know who you are anymore." But um, if I'm, I gotta
2: kick it, India.
1: But I'm, I'm going to kick your ass to 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 make you wake up and remember who you are. Um, so next week we get uh, Team Horse Vest. Versus uh, Team Beach Biz, um,
3: because Wait, can you she's... can
2: you say it like Big like Joseph? Though,
0: <laughs> please.
3: Horse vest Beach Biz next. Um.
1: Actually, I realized. Thank now you, everybody. She's, it's not, she's, get she's, she's like... not. She's not in the. She's not in the in business. She's in real estate. So it's Team Beach State. It's Team. It's 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 Team Horse Vest versus uh, versus Beach State Team Beach Um They
2: really made me in on the heels on this one. I'm this like, yeah, nice so clothes, true.
1: Ramo. You are so true. How sad that this is the longest telling WWE storyline <laughs> of the Bloodline. It might actually be. It's either this or or Dom Mysterio's saga against his father. <laughs> It's one of those two things and that's it.
2: This is not entertaining. No. I'm trying to make it fun.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah.
3: Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep, that's it. Well no, I mean the joke is that the joke is that his his initials um Brooks Jensen are B J and one time he came out and wrestled in a in a in a shirt that just had beige B and J, giant letters spray painted, stenciled onto his front. So that's
2: why. And that was the day, they became double vest and the
1: beach. Double vest in the beach, and also like he's he's not even. um, Do you know what I found out? And honestly, he's not he's not been wearing vests this whole time. A sleeveless jacket. Is actually called a jerkin. So he's double jerkin in the beach. That's actually what it is. is that's the actual name for a sleeveless jacket is a jerkin. Alan, so he's been he's been double jerkin. He's let me tell you about the with the beach for the whole time,
2: you know. The emotional roller coaster I just went on. <laughs> <I'm> finding out <laughs> that not only one vest, but two vests got ripped away.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And then to find out it was called a jerkin, and we've been this whole time we've been jerking in the beach.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Uh. We'll say <laughs> games with my heart, Alex Belowski.
1: You know, I mean, I, I, I want nothing but to educate the people in the SGS that really he's been double jerking it this whole time. Um, and uh, I along, want to along- make
2: my segue so bad, <laughs> but it's so good later. <laughs> <coughs> I mm. have it up already. And there's so many mm. opportunities. Mm. Mm-hmm. Guys, get in your super chats and get in your humper chats tastefully
1: mm-hmm.
2: about Beach Estate. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Jam Beard says that if mixed nuts don't give you enough protein in your life, Blue Chew, Code Fightful. Um, <laughs> uh, Jam Pringle says Team beach accountant. Uh, Jam Beard says horse vest versus hashtag beach like, uh, prawn. And Tom uh, Vile says Beach Estate. Is that like the red light district in London? Yes, and Luis <laughs> Belia says, "Oh God, double jerkin' in the beach with the prawn accountant. Good Lord, H.B.K. is evil. Oh, there's no way that he knows that that a sleeveless uh, sleeveless jacket is called a jerkin. There's no, no. way he knows that. He's
2: there's like, no did he I wear that. one of those 20 years ago? No, okay, then I'm not interested.
1: Probably. Um, Odyssey Jones comes out to have a match with nobody." This is, this, is, this, is, this is what I love about about the about the I got surprised during my entrance he was scheduled to have a match does the guy who he was gonna have a match with win by forfeit anyway um uh, uh, braun Breaker comes out of nowhere and spears uh odyssey Jones out of his boots
2: now I have to look up the exact line
1: uh-huh.
2: okay so here's the thing about that. <clears throat> There was a lot of stuff on the show that did not make sense. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm one of those people that ironically enjoys things, because I don't. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have a show that makes sense. Mm-hmm. However, today it made such little sense that I couldn't help but giggle about a lot of stuff. And one of them was mm-hmm. this. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing with Odyssey Jones, who is great, who was over, who, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, is medically cleared? hmm hmm He said he was going to spear his little ass in half. Uh He has a really explosive spear, Alex. Uh Sometimes people don't have such explosive spears. It's true. They they definitely can't spear someone's little ass in half. Uh And sometimes you need a little help.
3: Uh
2: If yours is... If you don't have
3: that
2: that snap in it, if you're not throwing Uh your whole self into it like Ricky Starks and his spear, Uh you don't got that Goldberg flow. -hmm. Blue Chew.
0: Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. Blue code Fightful. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's ready when you are. Or when you're not. It's not about having a problem. It's about having that performance, that excellent performance, that confidence. Fill out their online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You won't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's shipped discreetly and directly to you. And you get that first shipment free when you use that code Fightful at checkout. You want to be confident, don't you? You want that pay-per-view, that main event performance? Don't let yourself or somebody else down. Use bluechew.com and the code FIGHTFUL.
2: Alpha
1: Bill says I've been part of these streams for so long now that I know exactly when Segway cogs and Kate's head start going. It's <laughs> true. It's true. Um. <laughs> um i don't i don't know about this Beard. i don't know what odyssey jones and rick steiner's views uh, uh, are shared in any ways but um i believe that is uh quincy elliott instead but odyssey jones has proven nothing in the ring other than he's really great very very athletic for a big man uh he got hurt and um and was out for a while harland hurt him and in the meantime harland got fired And he wasn't able to like come back and get revenge on the man who who hurt him so he's just he's just hanging out doing nothing but getting um speared in half so
2: i hope with carmelo as champion they run those two back because that was the breakout tournament finals wasn't it Mm
1: -hmm. one of them yeah yeah i think it was you're right you're right it was
2: was. they should do that because that was a fantastic match and it kind of plays off of the bronze story of like Ron and Carmelo were the two guys picked to be the future, but like that finals of the breakout tournament was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I yeah. think. Yeah. They do
1: yep. That. Yeah. Um, so, um, <clears throat> Duke Hudson pipes up in the crowd um, and carrying his MVP trophy and he cuts a very impassioned speech. Uh, on um on braun breakker um and uh and then he's interrupted by braun breakker and he's like all right that's all right i'll yeah sure you you want to talk a big game i'm gonna i'll fight you no problem and then and then this was very funny um duke is like oh you thought i was done braun thought i was done talking i'm not done talking you're not you're gonna you next week you're gonna fight andre chase you're gonna fight andre chase next week And he's gonna he's gonna beat you up, Um, and uh, so it is. Duke um, is very very good on the mic, and not not very very many um, could handle the nuance of cutting a promo like you're challenging Braun Breaker to a match at Spring Break again, but um, uh, but actually turn it around and and say that you're challenging. Him to a match against Andre Chase At Spring Break again That was a very hard thing for him to do um, And yet I just want Duke Away from this whole thing because he's He's better than this This is the only way he gets on television And that sucks But um, I actually want To see Duke Hudson Allowed to be at full power Against Braun Breaker. Um, yes very much so But th- But he's not He's a comedy guy right now so he wouldn't be allowed to be at full power versus Braun Bricker. And instead, not only would I get to see him at like half power, I don't even get to see him at all. I get to see Andre chase where Braun Bricker's is just going to spear his little ass in half. And that's, you know, like, that's just the thing. Um, somebody brought this up to um, who was this? It was Thomas. Thomas says, I love bronze heel wardrobe, black, black tank top black pants like he's in WCW in the year 2000. It is very <laughs> it is very much like, oh, hey, well, all of your merch is currently designed for a baby face, so we're going to have you go out there in, in a straight-up black plain tank top.
2: Um, <clears throat> Duke Hudson's great.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: do think the saving grace with him and the Chase U stuff is he's the guy that is smarter than it. Like he's been the guy the whole time that's been like the wheels are turning and he's, is he leaving or isn't he? And as dumb as the stuff with the schism was like, he was the one that made the turn and saved it. Right. So it's like, he's at least the one that's the mastermind at all of that. Mm -hmm. But you're right in that, um, he's a super, super talented wrestler. Like he, um, this promo, I think about when they did that stuff with Cameron Grimes, like, Mm -hmm. He they gave him all that dumb poker stuff. And he like it was yeah. dumb what they gave him, but he did really, really well with a like um I mean not just because I'm a CM Punk mark, but like calling back to like luck is for losers kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. he he gets what he's doing. I hope they I hope they see what you and I see in him because he's a really special talent and he's also like the kind of guy that they tend to like from an aesthetic standpoint. I think he could be kind of what they would view as a sleeper hit it's it's something that you and i think i've seen it since kind of the earlier days of 2.0 and whatever um but he's he's really good and this promo is an example of like anything that they've thrown his way he's knocked out of the park even stuff like this which you're right is a little bit trickier of Mm -hmm. uh playing the like uh what Andre Chase, <laughs> it's it was it was well done, well done. But the Braun Breaker stuff, man, I was excited for the heel turn. They got to give him something more than the clowns in Florida, the fat guys in Florida, because it's uh, boring.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Jambier um, has a, a good idea for the wrong, a good idea for the wrong reason. Uh, it should be a handicap match against Braun, so he can destroy Chase and Duke. I don't think really you see anything in Duke. Duke. Open your eyes. Duke's great, but I do like the idea that it's um it's a handicap match. Because I like Chase, the idea it's a handicap match because Chase basically already having broken ribs, you could play up from the first spe- spear and not really wanting to be a part of this. But Duke's like, Nah, come on, I got us a handicap match. We can beat them together, and then Duke uh gets scared and runs away because that's
2: i can see why people are missing it in ducats and it's because he's yeah. been given something that has a major ceiling on it
1: mm-hmm.
2: if he if he gets to spread his wings a little mm-hmm. bit i think we'll be mm-hmm. singing a different tune
1: mm-hmm. chris pereira says Yoko yokozuna
2: i have one in my head but i can't figure it out but there's something with shinsuke nakamura and like macadamia nuts Nakamura. Shins-
1: Shinsuke Naramura.
2: Oh, it feels cheap. Naka, MACA. I feel like it's with Macadamia, but then I lose it in the second half. <laughs> We're so fun. <laughs> oh my god, I killed Alex. Oh no, quick, here. Have a glass of water. oh my god it disappeared (laughs) we have fun
1: we do um pretty deadly got interviewed um they um uh which yes boy 2 is still traumatized from being put in the trunk but they say they're challenging um, Tony D'Angelo and Stacks to whatever match they they want. If it's that could be like a hardcore type match, um, and uh, so um, yeah, not stop, stop. Stop telling me what his actual name is. He's he's the he's the he's the <laughs> brunette. He's the yes boy too. Um, <clears throat> um, and the D'Angelo family um, has decided they're going to not just do a regular anything goes match, but it's going to be the first trunk match. Whoever can put their opponents in the trunk of the vehicle and drive away. So it is an ambulance match, but with a regular car.
2: With a car. <laughs> At this point, I almost respect it. Like I do. I'm like, Mm-hmm. They're like it's just an ambulance match with a different gimmick. Okay, um, like, you know what? It, I'm in.
1: It it should be. We 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 lock you in a crate with an open top, and then we pour wet cement in the top. Like it should be, how Lips Manless goes in the Dick Tracy movie. Like that's that's the way it should be. Um,
2: here's the deal. I feel like. Do you remember a while ago when we were talking about Imperium and uh-huh. Fabian Eichner, Giovanni Vinci uh-huh. was still in NXT? And you were like, here are all the reasons stables are more fun with three people instead of uh-huh. like uh-huh. a guy. And yes. in that case, a regular answer. Yes. Yes. I'm feeling that way about Tony D and Stacks. And I'm not saying it was a big mistake, uh-uh. it's not like a big mistake, it's uh-huh. smaller than this stake. Uh-huh. Um, It doesn't, I'm not like about Mm -hmm. it, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, I do think it would just be, there'd be more going on with the D'Angelo family at the same time as the feud and the feud's not, it's not bad, but it's not worked out particularly well. So I just think it would be a better idea if there was more underlings because you can't have a mob boss and his henchmen and nobody else.
1: yeah um, a third guy always makes it um, makes it much better because um, uh, you there's it's just in, in, in inherently there's more uh, fun conflict
2: yeah because at any point there. it could turn two-thirds you right, know what I mean exactly
1: yeah um, especially when like one guy is the leader and like if you have a tag team and you're equals, Okay, but if you have one guy is the leader and he has a stooge, that's there's not a lot of different stories you can tell there, you know? No.
2: Yeah. So I was going through my head a little bit, but. but the good thing is I know that WWE, especially NXT, would never just break up a tag team but, for one match. Uh-huh. They didn't do it with Ivy and Potato, and they definitely didn't do it Here, with the Judson.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing they easily could have done, but it's too late now. Um, if, the, if, especially if you have them lose this match, which I, th- I'm, it feels too obvious for them to win because it's their match they just made up and they're the guys who put people in, in trunks. Right. I think they, I think they should win, but it feels weird to do this match, um, uh, and make it that obvious that they're going to win. So, if you have them lose this match, they realize they need more muscle. And so, you bring in a guy and you don't call him this, you call him something with a fun, um, you call, give him a fun, like mob type nickname. Um, but you bring in Tank Ledger, like, like you bring in a guy who you've brought who you have ready to debut on television who hasn't debuted yet, you bring in the muscle of the group and you have that guy just powerbomb dudes through tables for a while until he starts having matches with stacks as part of a tag team. And then you push Tony D and he's got two guys, one guy who's his trusted associate, the other dude who was hired muscle. And there you've got a faction that's a faction to do, but it can't be tank ledger now because as we see, in this thing, he's everybody's friend. Daddy Palmer, you're going to do great just like I did great in my match. You're going to do great in your match. I'm Tank Ledger. I'm everybody's friend. Well, it can't be him anymore. He's you can't, you can't use him. So find something else, you know?
2: Would have been fun if it was Dijak.
1: It would have been fun if it was Dijak. No. Can't be do that now. And you can't break up Hank and Tank. Not now. Not now. Not after this. No. No. Yeah, there you go. Have the muscle be called Tiny, because it's funny because he isn't tiny. Always yeah. good. Always good.
2: That never fails.
1: Yeah. Um. Pringle says, uh, "Drive them to a local medical. Sleep with the fishes."
2: <laughs> I don't want that to return on commentary, but it is.
1: JB oh. Pringle says NXT needs to do lunches. It would be a big step forward. Respect. (laughs) All right, Roxanne Perez and Zoe Stark had a really good match. It is kind of like, of course they did because Zoe Stark is uh, a fantastic veteran who knows exactly what she's doing in the ring. And Roxanne Roxanne is WWE
2: NXT Women's Champion. Oh wait
1: she's a she's a prodigy who is always going to uh, be great and get better and of course they had a good match
2: no but she is not a prodigy anymore alex she has anxiety and that is the only thing about her if you listen to commentary
1: Uh
3: there's
2: not she has no other traits anymore Uh Uh except anxiety and they kept saying what a triumph it Uh was that she was in the ring Uh Uh she Uh lost her title They Uh also made it sound like she took an enormous hiatus. Uh She has wrestled more than Uh Indy has from the time Indy has Uh won the title until now. I don't know what they're having on commentary, but I want some. Because nothing Uh that they said was true today. Not during this match. Uh This angle sucks. Not even just the... They could not have done Indy a bigger disservice as far as giving her title goes. She is the women's champion. Her promo was alright tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but A, she's going to lose it. She's going to lose the title real fast. And B, mm-hmm. um, she does not feel important on the show as, as the title holder. It feels no. like right now, honestly, it feels like Tiffany Stratton,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Roxanne, Cora Jade, your mm-hmm. women's champion. That ain't great. I mean, and it, it's all self inflicted. It's all because of them.
1: She doesn't even feel as important as Gigi Dolan and, and JC Jane right now. Um, yeah, so one like,
2: of them has a broken shoulder,
1: so um, she comes in after Roxanne has a fantastic counter and hits the pop rocks.
2: Yeah, that was a really good ending. The match was great. I, I the match didn't was, lost over the, the, the match. match
1: was, the, the match was great. They're, they're 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 both of them are great. But I like, but and and, and then what? because and then what is that Indy comes out to talk to to Roxanne and says that you never lost this title, so I'm giving you a shot at it because I feel like you deserve it because you never lost the title.
2: but she did lose it.
1: but like
2: Not what I want lo-
1: she lost the latter match, but she never got pinned for it. I don't she
2: got pinned by her anxiety Alex
1: yeah she got she, she got she got she got pinned by mental health um,
2: according to and, them
1: and so she says I want to and and so uh, Roxanne says yes you and I are, are are very good friends inside and outside of this ring but when it comes to the NXT women's championship you know that as every woman for, for herself, and extends a hand, but I accept your challenge. And then out comes Tiffany Stratton. Um. Uh. And and Roxanne says that how how if you're so great, how did I beat you for at uh, the to, uh, to to win the uh um, breakout tournament? The, the breakout tournament. And um. Uh. And then what is what does Tiffany stay, say?
2: So 2022. <laughs> it's
1: exactly what she says. She says.
2: <laughs> I know. I said it.
1: huh. It was very, very good. Um.
2: She's yeah. great, man. And she's mm-hmm. going to win. And mm-hmm. then Roxanne is going to chase her. And Indy is going to have a fit because she finally won the title. And now she's lost it. And now she's a heel again, probably.
1: So Indy. Says, I'm tired of both of you thinking that I'm going to be easy to beat. So I'll make it extra easy for you to beat me. I challenge you to a triple threat match. I'm tired of everyone think I'm super easy to beat. So I'll make sure everyone just thinks I'm stupid. I <laughs> ch- challenge you to be to triple threat match next 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 week. Well, it's been nice knowing you, Indy Hartwell's title reign because I because. If if they book her to win next week, it will feel incredibly forced and it'll be bad for the brand. Um, I do not believe that this was the right time to put the title on her.
2: Was it because um, of the complete lack of build or story going into yes. it and out of it? Was that yeah. something to do with it? Yeah. Or that Dexter Loomis actually was the one that won the match? Mm-hmm. She deserves so much better. This is not on her at all. Mm-mm. She's a, a fantastic wrestler. Her promo here was was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, she's babyface, so of course she's dumb. But this feels like, this made me be like, is Indy getting called up? Because it feels like this is like, let's say that she was an NXT women's champion before she called, gets called up, even though it was a month long. That's how it read to me.
1: But I don't think
2: anyone's ever getting called up, so.
1: Yeah. Um, This is bad. I mean, Tiffany. That's
2: is going to be killer.
1: Tiffany winning the title makes makes so much sense here, but you could have just had her win the fucking title at the goddamn ladder match. There it is. I don't understand what, like.
2: Did you imagine Tiffany Stratton who beat four other women? How much fun that would be? Yeah. So, uh, I had a Tiffany Epiphany at the top of the ladder. Like, mm-hmm. I said toodles yeah. to four of the girls' championship dream. She would knock that out of the park. Yeah. This is yeah. silly. Weird. Downright silly, Alex.
1: Downright silly. Um. Uh, just, um uh, Jambeard says, if you look at the NXT roster, there's a guy by the name of Luca Crucifino who looks like he would fit in with Tony's mob. And uh, Luis uh, uh, says, uh, apparently this is true. I'm going to look at his Twitter and see what he looks like.
2: You look at his Twitter, and I'll remind the good people watching to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'll also remind you to get in your Super Chats and your Comfort Chats. And leave a thumbs up on this video if you'd be so kind. And you can follow us at twitch.tv slash FightfulGaming.
1: Yeah, this guy. This 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 guy looks like he already works for the actual mob.
2: Maybe he does. You don't
1: know. It's probably possible. I don't know. It, 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 yeah.
2: Drop um, the link in no, the
1: chat so the, people can this, see. The, this. This. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. I'll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, find this. Put this up on, on the thing. But yeah. Um. That's what he looks like. Um. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't know. I'll never understand what the hell is going through HBK's mind.
2: You well, he's a horrible like, fucking kid.
1: But like, why? Why take? Why do the, the whole rigmarole with with the with Roxanne to get the title off of her, to do the ladder match, to then put it on Indy, to then we assume take it off Indy a month later. Like why?
2: Because he's the horrible fucking kid.
1: Because he's the horrible kid. Are there
2: any Shawn Michaels triple threats that would fit into this?
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question.
2: Let's think about it.
1: Um uh, Oh
2: Core Jade's gonna cost Indy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um uh, Okay, hold on. Da, da, da. What am I doing here? I'm gonna. I'm putting up Crucifino. Come on now. Here we go. Here we go. She left. Alex left
2: me. Can CM punk host with me? This is it. If you guys want to ask any questions, see him punk host your shot. I'm still here. I don't oh. understand what happened. You're me. Oh. Why did right, you. why is it, why did you kick
1: me out? Don't kick me out. I'm. Ready. I didn't do it. I don't understand why they did that. They kicked me out. It was so nice. It was so mean of them. But I'm here. I'm back. I didn't let. We didn't
2: even get scripts coming
1: in. No, no. Normally,
2: no. when you get kicked out, it's because scripts
1: no, hacked you. No, it's because scripts. Scripts is de- debuting on Grapsity. For God's sake. There's there's Luca Crucifino. What are we doing? Like, why is this man not what already
2: are we doing? Why
1: is this man not
2: I don't I don't care if he is if he is the six foot knight of Dominic Mysterio, I don't care. You put this man out
1: there. He's
2: winking and pointing and he's got the ring and the pinstripe suit and a pocket square.
1: Why is that I I don't understand, man. I don't understand why that He
2: could go out, do just this, and I'm sold. You don't even have to
1: wrestle. I don't understand. Like just do this. So weird. What the?
3: I mean, I mean it's
2: developmental. He might just not like be there yet, but like, who cares? Don't even I have mean, him wrestle for another month and a half. This is the guy.
3: Just,
1: I don't know what, why. This was the dude. That's the dude. That's the third guy. I don't, he's, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, he's obviously the guy, whatever. Okay, so.
2: He looks like he's a mob game show host. I am <laughs> here for it.
1: Yep. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um. What was the next thing that happened? Oh, know. this von this von Wagner dumbass bullshit. Um. Okay. There was a stipulation von last week that if that if von Wagner lost, then then Robert Stone would no longer be his manager.
2: We didn't read the fine print, Alex, because. Fine, Prince said, "Unless you win me over by reading the first two sentences of your Wikipedia page."
1: Um. So it's like I know I listen. I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm I'm ready ready to open up to you. You're gonna open up to me? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to open up to you. I don't know. I'm leaving. Um, I my name is Fon Wagner, and. And I this is all I ever wanted to be is a WWE wrestler because it's in my blood. My dad was a Beverly brother. And Robert Stone, Robert Stone Robert Jones says, All right, that's a good start. And he leaves and they leave together. And my question is those sentences were easily Googleable. They are the first two sentences that show up on his Wikipedia page. How did you not already have this information, Robert Stone?
2: I just, why do you have a stipulation on a match to yeah. then not have that stipulation mean anything? Why do you go out of your way to create a stipulation that you're just not gonna have to be a thing? Also, why you as a talent Want a manager who has done nothing but manage absolute freaking losers, men and women, the entire time that he's been a manager. And why do you, Robert Stone, as a manager, have one client, and it's this guy who never wins anything? This pairing makes no sense. Neither of them help each other. The stipulations sucked. It didn't come into play at all. And the reason Von Wagner won him over... Uh-huh. Is probably the thing that's in his WWE bio. And it Mm -hmm. was delivered without the slightest bit of intensity.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What Mm
2: -hmm. on earth is this doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on a wrestling televised product? This does not work.
1: What? Alpha Bill says, my name is Alpha Bill and I hate letters. Um, and Luis, Luis like reminding you can us work out with your therapist. Um, um the, Luis uh reminds us that he wrestled against Seamus on SmackDown in the pandemic era as Cal Bloom. Yep. So we, we've already known all of this. And Jam Beard says, Did he really say that Dow's Beverly brother? Because to me, that screams he's gonna get repackaged as Von Beverly.
2: Well, no, they couldn't say like what are you repackaging? What is this first package? He was Kyle O'Reilly's fishing buddy.
1: Did he have a package to begin with?
2: No, and if your package needs help, you could use Bluetooth.com code FIFLE, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they have literally never figured out a single thing that works with him, except mm-hmm. that sometimes when he's in a multi-person match, he can throw <laughs> a, a guy into mm-hmm. a table. hmm hmm other than that, he's yeah. like, here's a shoulder block and a big boot.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, there was this Axiom vignette about Scripps. Alpha Bill says, when did Axiom and Scripps become Batman and the Joker? I don't know. But I I, I don't even want to talk about that. I want to talk about how the Gramp City Boys <laughs> don't even know who Scripps is. And I'm, I'm very upset about that.
2: J five like, from short <coughs> I
1: I have a feeling that I I have there's somebody else who's also very upset about this.
2: Who? <gasps> listen,
1: listen, Will Washington
3: and and Will Washington and uh, and, Will uh, Washington. and and Phil. If that isn't if it is that even your real name C M Lindsay. He and, is
2: from uh,
3: Chicago. And uh, and uh, Chicago,
1: uh, Reg, I don't know how righteous you are. Listen, um, I, I'll have you know that I was actually supposed to be in that uh, Circuit City movie, uh, Short Circuit, whatever it is. Uh, I would—they—they they wanted me to be in it, but I couldn't because I was off, I had to go off and film Running Man and Predator and and uh, Abraxas. I had to film all these big, big time, huge movies. But they were like, "We want you to be in the Short Circuit movie." I wasn't supposed to play Johnny Five though. I was supposed to play Johnny Six and
3: a Half and uh, they they cut that they cut that part out of out of, out of the uh, out of the script uh, oh, no. out, of the, out of the scripts because uh, nobody else could do it so that's that's what it is
2: i'm i'm so sorry that seems to be a reoccurring theme of of yeah. your life that just like these opportunities get handed to you and then taken away and handed to mm-hmm. you and taken away Grab city right. boys who are so up on their wrestling, don't even know who Scripps
3: is. I don't even know what they don't even know what that's I'm I'm the Scripps. Obviously, it's me, it's me, Jesse. It's me, it's me,
1: it's Jesse V. It's Jesse Ventura. And obviously it's me. Uh, but I don't know I don't know why they thought I was Johnny Five. I mean, possibly because I was supposed it's because they're up on their on their trivia. They know I was supposed to star in it as Johnny Six and a half. And then I had to go and film the running man instead. So that's all.
2: It makes sense, but I do feel like they—if you know who scripts is, you probably know it's Jesse the Body of Ventura at this point. I mean, let's let's mm-hmm. be real, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You should. You should. Everyone should know this is very obvious.
2: Yeah, look at you, Charles
1: You're... Charles Montgomery Lindsay. thats there his full full name—and apparently, carrying cross doesn't mean scripts. It's true. It's it is
2: true. Carrying cross does. does a great script. It's impression. the o- it's
3: the only thing he does well. Is that, that is
2: a mean thing to say about your coworker.
3: I mean, listen. I'll, 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 I'll find him in backstage, and I'll tell him to him his face. To um, his, to his, to
1: his. I'll tell, I'll tell it to his wife's face too. His weird, spooky wife who doesn't really do much.
2: Whoa! It's true. You're gonna show up on one of them tarot cards.
3: And I, I, as as though that doesn't. You know who showed up on one of them tarot cards? Rey Mysterio. What happened there? Basically, nothing. Well,
2: he got injured. But the point is.
1: Jambeard says to Scripps, did you see that Will video of Will Sasho doing a perfect Jesse the Body Ventura impression with Chris Van Fleet? Yeah, that Will Sasho, he's been around for a while trying to do me. But listen, it's not the same thing. It's a it's a cheap imitation, a knockoff, if you will. It is anyway. It
2: is.
1: Yeah. Scripps, so, we missed
2: uh, you last week. I'm glad that you're
3: here. Uh Johnny six point six and a half carry a minigun, a la predator. Uh, what they had was it was a minigun, but it was a la- it was laser <laughs> minigun. It was a laser
1: minigun. It was one of those things I just shoot lasers a lot. Like that guy in the Mandalorian, you know.
2: Scripps, I just realized you're getting super chats, which makes me so happy. Of course. I didn't realize you were, I mean, I knew you were such a big draw in wrestling. I just didn't Mm -hmm. know that you. um, um, Righteous
1: Reginald and William George Washington. It's true. It is true. Yeah. anyway. Righteous Ridge. Anyway, I
2: wonder if he's a part of the Righteous with Vincent and Dutch or in it's, po- it's,
1: it's possible. I'm not really Do you sure watch ROH?
2: Do you watch the ROH program?
1: I, I watch the I watch the Row program. I watch the Impact program. I, I watch it all.
2: You got it, you got uh your finger on the pulse of all of professional wrestling, huh? Um
1: I watch the AU, I watch all, all those things as well.
2: <laughs> Who are um some of your favorite AU stars?
1: Well, you know I like the Kenny Omega. Sure, and I uh, I like the Kenny Omega quite a lot, and uh, the Young Books, I like them a lot as well.
2: You're a big fan of the
1: E-Light. I like the yeah. I like the Eli a lot. And I <laughs> lo- I love I love the E-Lite.
2: What about the Impact? Anybody over yep. there? Do you like the? Speed well, I like the,
1: I like the new fella. What's the the new the new champion of they got over there? The
2: Steve Macklin?
1: Mac Macintosh, whatever his name is. The Apple guy.
2: Uh close. You know what? Yep. Nailed it.
1: Good Nailed enough. It. All right. Well, I gotta go. All right. I'll be I'll be I'll be back.
2: All right. It was it was great time. to see you. Next we week missed you. Or
1: whatever. It's possible. All right. Bye, Scripts. everybody. We love you. Yep. Johnny six and a half is fine. It's an average number, ladies. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> as long as you got some girth. Okay, bye. What's happening?
2: Oh, we just we had a, a banger of an interview with Scripps. We found out oh. some of his favorite oh talent, mm. his impact talent. I didn't get a chance to ask him about Roe, but I didn't know he was so. <laughs> <laughs> some people get laser focused on their own promotion or whatever, he's got his finger
1: yeah. on the pulse. Yeah, he's a, he's no, he's he's. A, I hear he's a big fan of Kenny Omega.
2: Big um, fan of the e like
1: Jake Salazar. So Scripps, do you like the guns? I hear they're great.
2: What well, I, like, I, I I think he
1: likes mini guns basically if they were smaller. But also much larger. <laughs>
2: um.
1: What? What? Uh, um. Uh, all right. Uh, Soul Ruka, Danny. Oh, we already did that one. The the weird backstage thing where Hank, where Tank Ledger is everybody's friend. I don't understand what that was.
2: Danny. Yeah, he's Palmer. Super popular.
1: Danny. Pa- Danny Palmer has big thea Hale energy. I feel like you can <laughs> only have one young small. No. Female wrestling Ion Coke. No,
2: one you, get, one. you get you get one of each.
1: Yeah, that's all you get. I'm in. Uh Cora Jade defeated Gigi Dolan when when Booker T uh got uh, JC Jane showed up and got yeeted into Booker T and then Gigi Dolan ran into the ring and took a DDT from Cora Jade and lost.
2: Real good job coming off of this hat angle.
1: What? Um, this is a new thing now. This is like recent. It's a recent thing now with with Booker T. Where he just goes,
3: yeah. Oh yeah. What no, no,
1: is he's, that? He's he's doing his Wolfman Jack impersonation, which is a, a a DJ that died thirty years ago, I think, and was was popular in the nineteen sixties.
3: Yeah,
1: and um, that's basically that's this whole thing the whole time.
2: I might even, I love when Vic Joseph just gives up, like when he was like, <laughs> yeah, mentioned beating Biggie today. Was like, I like Biggie, and he was just like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Vic Joseph was um, like, all right.
1: <laughs> a frantic world asks where Lash Legend is. She's wrestling on
2: level up. About it she's lashing out is what she's
1: doing. Mm-hmm. Uh Jambier says Scripps could never do a first blood match because he ain't got time to bleed.
2: Him and Moxley, man.
1: Which is true. It'd be over um, so fast. Um uh so Gigi Dolan lost to um to Cora Jade because JC Jane showed up, and then JC Jane. Got a an extra vicious promo on her at the parking lot that was like, well, I mean... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Like, when she was 17, she abandoned her baby brother to still live with their abusive, alcoholic, and drug addict mom while she went and couch surfed while trying to become a, a wrestler. And I was like, I don't like this information. This
2: information makes me it doesn't make her feel like a face. No, it is bad. I don't like this. Um, yeah, that was weird. Cause I was like, that doesn't feel like your that doesn't feel like the heel swatting down a face to pop them back up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the yeah. here's the softball and the whatever. Uh so I <laughs> did... yeah. was not a fan of that. That was a little weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was that was that was very uh, effective and a well delivered promo. But like,
2: I don't know if it was effective though, because it doesn't make Gigi Dolan look like she didn't really have a ton to counter with.
1: I mean, the thing of it is, is that uh, is that if J C Jane truly hates Gigi Dolan and has this information as a human being who is trying to tear her down her rival down. This is the way to do that. That part makes sense, but it doesn't, if you don't actually want Chi Dolan diminished in the eyes of your audience, perhaps this is not the best thing to actually have her say.
2: The level that this got to, the only way to counter it is like Gigi's brother is there right now. You know what I mean? Like that's (coughs) one of those. Um, Yeah. It's true. You know how, uh, I don't want to like use MJF as an example, but I will.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, when MJF r- of recent is tearing someone down, like, the amount of up that you got out of that for, like, mm-hmm. Jungle Boy, when we first met, I thought I had met my equal. Like, bam, you immediately just put him on the world champions level. And then it almost doesn't matter what you say from there, because you've conceded already, mm-hmm. That this mm-hmm. dude is on your level. That's the first thing we hear out of MJF's mm-hmm. mouth. And then he says, you know, their their careers went in different paths, whatever. Perfect. But, like, mm-hmm. when you set up the framework of your championship material, perfect. Um, mm-hmm. This didn't have a counter context to make it an effective heel promo that is productive in making the mm-hmm. face look good. Like, that's right. the whole point of a heel promo, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so... Yeah. Unless unless she shows up with her brother the next week and what, you know what I mean? Like there, there's still ways to do that, but it just felt like yeah. tearing down, tear down for what? Not turn down for what, but tear down.
1: For <coughs> um, uh, Jake mm-hmm. says Booker T can't actually be this bad on commentary.
2: Oh,
1: this has to be a sands of blind on us who don't watch NXT. Nope. No, I I, I, wish. I, I promise you, promise you, however bad. We say he is. He's actually worse because I am able to tune him out through most of the stuff. Like I just don't. My brain just just like it's just a weird droning in the background. Um. And, uh, occasionally, um. I will. My ears will perk up and I'll hear something, but I know I'm missing a lot of really really terrible stuff. It's worse than I worse. Than
2: what I mean. they did during Roxanne's match today was, I mean, it was actively bad commentary. There's mm-hmm. like a lot of like oh my god, you're droning on and not adding value. Mm-hmm. Today, they mm-hmm. were like, she's back from her anxiety after one entire week off. Mm-hmm. Um, it also just undercut everything she was as a champion. Like, it's mm-hmm. This was a tough one today, Alex.
3: Yep.
1: Eddie Thorpe got interviewed and was uh, interrupted by uh, Damon Kemp um, Damon Kemp Says complimentary things in a weird, sarcastic way that that makes Eddie Thorpe upset. Yes, Wait, I mean, is that is that's a? Uh, it's is that, gonna is that be a, a
2: feud.
1: It looks like it's a feud. I was hoping for like uh, they'd be f- friends, but
2: well, if you're friends, then you have to split up. So. Really? Event, event,
1: event, eventually like the feud then happens later
2: right but, exactly you know, yeah any great seen him on the Indies a bunch
0: mm-hmm. Carl
2: Fredericks. um mm-hmm. intrigued to see where the stuff about his heritage is going because i didn't i didn't sincerely know any of it mm-hmm. um but yeah we'll we'll see where this goes i it feels like i'm intrigued because i genuinely don't know if Damon Kemp is, like, at the point where he can kind of carry an introductory feud. Um, mm-hmm. If he can, that's awesome. So, that's
1: neat. Um, Jack was coming to work and uh, shoved a reporter to the ground, I guess. And Apollo's like, hey, don't do that. I My role here is veter- is veteran good guy who stands up when bad things happen to people I shouldn't care about. That's who so I, I guess, am, Apollo is, Cruz. Is
2: Dabakato just gone again?
1: Somebody's going to have to explain to me what the hell that was all about. Um, if Dabakato is injured and can't continue the program, like he came back, attacked Apollo Cruz, like ruined all of his momentum that he had, whatever it was, such as it was, and then they had him face. Apollo Crews in a match and beat him clean. And dabakato appeared like in a couple of battle royals. And that's it. And Apollo Crews has been busted down to veteran, good guy who takes interest in things. Yikes.
2: Um the fact that these two are facing each other in NXT is a symptom of how bad things have gotten because they should both be there to put over younger talent and they should both be near or having titles so the fact that they're facing each other is to me a very unproductive sign for your roster not great Um, I look forward to seeing the match because that'll be great Like the two of them will Mm -hmm. be awesome Um, but the Dabakato thing just disappearing is very odd and it's not like they needed to bring him back to resolve it. I wasn't like, please tie up blue sense between these two um, at all. So
1: Jim if Bird, he's injured, I hope he gets better. Did Apollo not see this cameraman push with his future sight? He could have stopped it before it happened. Give me sight beyond sight. And no, it did, didn't work.
2: Yeah, his bloody diner he's, eyes.
1: He, he no longer has this superpower. Apparently. It's a superpower that he had when he was an important person and now he's not important so he no longer has it. Um, how important is he not? He has a really good match with Dijak and just gets pinned. Yeah. Um, I thought Dabba was going to come out. And cost and, him. And cost him continue the whole thing. Um, but no. Dijak uh, just beat him. Uh, hit him with the feast your eyes. Pinned him, one two three, Apollo Cruz came back to NXT a year ago, and it it it, it seemed destined to be a t- a top guy, to hold a title, to put over another guy, um and that has not materialized, and I feel re- like like Apollo Cruz and Dijak had a great match tonight. And they could have done this great match and a series of great matches in a feud for the U S title at any point in the past year on the main roster. And instead we have just Austin theory walking around with a title, cutting bad promos. And, yeah, but and, he
2: low blow a ref. So
1: he doesn't have, are anything- you a
2: believer now?
1: He, he, he doesn't have anything to do Doing anything with it. So like, it is very odd that they've just decided to have Dijak and, and Apollo Crews on an in NXT.
2: Man, really... I loved your idea of him being a heavy for Seth Rollins.
1: Back when Seth was still firmly a, a heel. Healy.
2: Yeah. Having like, Dijak oh, be, be his so be good. his
1: be his heavy would have been a no-brainer and it would have been awesome to awesome. watch. him. unfortunately, no. Um I wonder if so... something happens
2: with them with the draft.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the draft. Uh, I don't like this whole, like, everybody is available.
3: Except NXT. We we said everybody, so we thought you, so you would think we said NXT, we didn't say NXT.
1: That's what it feels like to me anyway. um, um So afterwards, he's going to beat up Apollo Crews some more, but then Dragunov runs out. And Dragunov versus Dijak, when it happens, is going to be great. And then what? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of forward movement beyond whatever is happening currently. Like, it doesn't ever, like, it used to feel like, all right, this guy's the champ. He's feuding with this guy. At the next takeover, it'll be a great match. The current champ will lose. He'll be brought up to Raw or SmackDown and the challenger now will be the champ now. And you used to be able to pick out one or at most two or three other guys who you knew were being set up to be the challenger for the new champ. Like it, it it used to be really fun to be like, okay, they're going to push and protect this guy because they know in six months time, he's going to be going into the next takeover to move on from there. And right now it feels like because the top of the division is Carmelo Hayes and an Australian who loses all the matches he's in, it doesn't feel like they have, like, that's, that's not important. It feels unimportant. It feels like, like the, 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 we'll talk about the main event segment. It feels generically unimportant. So, if if if, Dra- if beats DiJack, does it feel to you like DiJack's got a rocket under him, and he's going to be the next guy to take on Carmelo Hayes? Because no, well, because there's but, also you know.
2: I don't even think this is the fault of the horrible booking kid. Like I, I think, um, what do you do with people that have had year long title reigns and don't get called up? Or like, there's a lot of people that it feels just like, what are they, what are they left to do in NXT? Uh-huh.
0: Um,
2: because it kind of have, I, I honestly thought Indy was one of them because I was like, well, they're never going to give her the title, so either call her up or stop wasting her time because that girl will light it up in ROH or wherever.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, or just call her up to the main. Like the way is right there, and uh-huh. um, so I. There's a few of those. There's a few of those that I'm like, okay, does Zoe Stark? Great. Does she need to be in NXT? Because if you're not giving her the title at some point, she's developed. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like when you don't (laughs) alleviate that balloon, yeah, there's nobody to... You can't say who's next in line. Like, it definitely doesn't feel like Wesley is going from the North American title to the world title. It feels like Wesley is probably going to drop the title and then I think we get called up at some point. He'd be so. I mean, he's great on his own. He's great in a tag team.
3: Yeah,
2: he'd be a really strong mid card guy. Um, it, it's just if you don't have clear paths for people going up, that that's not even Shawn Michaels' fault because it's mm-hmm. like, all right, well, what do I what do I do? We built up all this stock in them, and now there's no way to pay it off. There's no there's no progression. So, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um. Wesley um, defeated Charlie Dempsey. It's a good match.
2: Pretty good, really good match.
1: Um, and then afterwards, uh, the the bad guys beat up Wesley some more, and then stood over him with the title belt. So, I guess that means we're going to get trouble. The Drew Gulak versus Wesley.
2: Hell yeah! Let's do it.
1: It'll be good. And then what? Like it doesn't. I mean, f- we can't
2: do that because this is a logically built story, and there's gonna be I mean, minutes.
1: yeah, I, I, it, it's going to be a really good one. Mo- like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like they're like Wesley is going to be. Wesley hasn't had a feud. If this is the first one, good, I guess. I guess good, but it feels like. All right, I'm gonna have another open challenge, and another open challenge, another open challenge, and another open challenge, and this time I'm gonna have an open challenge with five guys, and but that's mostly just for cheeseburgers, but and um, just um that, guys. uh, but I, 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 yeah, you know, I, I, I it's, it's, this is a good title reign, um, it just, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm feeling it, NXT on the whole feels very even more so than usual. very aimless to me. The I women's think... th- the women's title picture feels very aimless like I don't even know why they're doing what they're doing. The tag title picture Gallus's champs and okay I'm and the women's title the women's tag champions or the spook team spooky Scotland they have got nobody to face.
2: And that's the um, other thing. What are you doing with Kaden and Katana? Like,
1: like they're they're having matches on level up.
2: Why? So like,
1: it just does. It, I, I I don't know, man.
2: I don't know. It does feel aimless, and it does feel. It almost feels like Shawn Michaels was expecting a bunch of people to get called up, and they said no. Yeah, I but agree. maybe if people get drafted, mm-hmm. then some of this aimlessness will shake out. Because you're also not going to start a bunch of stuff if people are going to get called up, right? Yeah. I guess. I don't
1: know. Obafemi is is uh, coming and he likes to throw oddly shaped heavy things a very long distance in a field.
2: Hell yeah. Let's do it.
1: Good for Obafemi. Like, it was like, this is one of the weirdest no, it's vignettes weird. I've. This is a very weird vignette. They weird. Just they're, they're showing a couch flying through the air and landing. And then they show Obafemi, and he's like, uh, is, is, is Obafemi coming soon. Is he? Is he just gonna? Was what? Does he just throw other wrestlers for distance? Is that what he does? Interesting.
2: I kind of want to see it. Mm. <laughs> I want to uh. see a a stipulation where wrestlers get chucked as far as you can throw. Them. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I get to pick who's getting chucked.
1: Right. Um total nutshell action. TNA from Ricardo. That's very good. Um so uh the Grayson Waller effect with Hayes and Williams uh is uh an utterly worthless segment. Utterly worthless.
2: Um also have to point out that he Grayson Waller was like it's not a prediction it's the Grace and Waller effect and I was like nope you can't do that you can't steal Paul Heyman's line and change it that doesn't work mm-hmm. uh, in an interview mm-hmm. segment this did not do a lot
1: it did nothing it, there's nothing more useless to me than uh, um, a face to face segment which basically boils down to I believe that I shall win next week aha Counterpoint, I believe that I shall win next week. Great. Glad we did this. What? What new information? I mean, they, they don't like each other. Check. And what new information was given? Why, why was this segment necessary to build to the match? In what In what way was any of this a thing we had to see that if you missed this, you wouldn't be hyped for the match next week. Where, how, what, in what way? It was just a worthless segment.
2: Mello got a couple of good jabs in. Um, I mean, they weren't that great. If I can't remember what they were, but he did mention to Grayson Waller, like you're, you have never been like truly near a winning the title. All that
1: points out is
2: that he, that he shouldn't loses be all the time. In yeah. This
1: position, if you have Carmelo Hayes come out and go, where are your accolades? What big matches have you won? What titles have you ever held? And the answer is none. And the guy can't say anything back to him about it. Then all you've done is point out the truth, which is that Grayson Waller should never have a title match. Like or should not have been booked in a match to become the number one contender because all he does is lose. And and once you're once you're pointing that out to us, once you're like then now all you made it with all this being pointed out to me, if I wasn't aware of it, I would be less likely to look forward to the match next week. You know, the
2: last person to do this to him was Johnny Gargano and it ended up with his wife and kid watching him get his ass beat. So at least they didn't yes. do that. But I'll say this much I'm glad that the wrestler did this. Yeah. I'm glad that the wrestler pointed it out. Yeah. Because yeah. the type of wrestler that Carmelo Hayes is should point stuff like this out. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And just because WWE doesn't know how to book it, his fault. So.
1: And, and also, like, like, how dare you make me agree with Grayson Waller about something? The only reason you're sitting here with that title is because you got your boy with you who cheats on your behalf every time you have a match. Like, pointing that out and, and being true is like, well, again, that's true. And maybe you guys need to think about booking a different finish for a Carmelo Hayes match occasionally. Because if that is the truth, and it is, then that makes him look bad.
2: Well, this you know, is their like, opportunity to... They should have done it with Brown because they double-turned him anyway. But... This is the first, like... He's definitively a face, so they need to figure it out. Yeah. They can't... They cannot, as a baby face do that. Um... And... I, I get... I give a little bit more grace for the fact that, like, he won a contendership match, right? So... People who lose, for me, if you win a contendership match, you at least, you passed the challenge that lets you be in the match. Why he was in the contendership match, you can certainly, I wouldn't even call it splitting hairs. You can certainly say, why is that guy in the contendership match? Um, But it's better than him just getting the match, which is what they do all the time anyway. So, yeah, this this was mostly an empty segment. This did not feel like a go-home to spring break-in. It's weird to have a go-home to a thing that's also on a Tuesday. Yeah. It's weird.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know, man.
1: At the end of this thing, it was them face-to-face, Camilo Hayes holding up his title belt, and uh, Grayson Waller holding up a shoe, and it was I think unintentionally the funniest thing on the entire show tonight. Oh,
2: it was amazing.
1: Um, Apparently this didn't air, but Carmelo Hayes and, and Trick uh, tossed him out of the ring, and got a hold of his phone and hijacked the Instagram live that was going on. That probably should have been on TV because it was actually would have been entertaining. Which this match, which this segment was not.
2: No, they'll run that as like a social media exclusive, right? Yeah.
1: So I it's a really it's really frustrating because I think Carmelo Hayes is great, and I've been really looking forward to him being the champion of the entire brand. And the first thing you have him do is feud with Grayson Waller, who fucking loses every goddamn thing like it's just it was they
2: well don't, they went so far out of the way to be like the match with Gargano was unsanctioned and it's like but okay like, but you won but the I mean, iron survivor match and nothing else like it
1: like, it, like you just have there's got to be a, a important undercard midcard match under the under the top billing of of the thing where Carmelo becomes champion where at the end of the night, Carmelo beats Braun Breaker, and we can think because we just watched it an hour ago, oh, they're setting up that guy who won that other important match to be to be the top contender sure. again, like uh, to, to Carmelo. Like that's that's that is such paint by numbers, obvious booking 101. It's it's it doesn't make sense that the dumbest people in the world don't use it like it's
2: just it's it's funny too because we were also just talking about <coughs> they haven't done title for title and wesley doesn't really have a program to your point like just run wesley and carmelo back mm-hmm. for with title and it, the titles don't have to be on the line but you could just do like i'm a champ you're a champ mm-hmm. you made this the a title i'm making it the A t-. like there's so many different so many different things you could have done here, but right,
1: no. Nope, <clears throat> but to your
2: point, yeah. If you want someone to feel like a credible opponent, just have them win some matches. Mm-hmm. I never, ever, ever, even when it happens, am I like the the now the Red Sox are bad again, mm-hmm. so it's fun, mm-hmm. like the fourth place at best Red Sox mm-hmm. coming into town to beat the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, well, they're a viable threat because they said so. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's just not how it works.
1: Tom LaValle says Von Beverly, Braun Steiner, Chuck Regal. No, Chuck Regal makes it, me
0: happy.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, uh, yes, Jan Beard says it's not, it's not, it's um, it's uh, beach, beach prawn versus uh, horse stricken. <laughs>
2: Of course, joking is spring breaking.
1: <coughs> oh my god! Um,
2: like if UFC, Alex, if somebody mm-hmm. loses a bunch of times, mm-hmm. they don't get to go get champion. And if they did, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Hey, remember when you got your lights knocked out the past four fights you've been in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna do this to you." And then that person probably would. Mm-hmm. It's just silly.
1: Yep. Tama Valley has a little. Serpentico is getting thrown. You get to pick who throws him. Jambeard says uh, Lance Arch. Uh, Luis says Camonito. Um, and, I mean, uh, I feel like it
2: should be Luther because they already do that. Hmm. They have that tandem offense where Luther throws Serpentico into people. Mm-hmm. But it should be Nyla Rose, I guess, because they Probably. got that feud.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Co says, uh, instead of like, you know, because. Obafemi was a shot putter in college, and that's why he's throwing things. But I also feel he's like
2: he's throwing
1: a couch, he's throwing a couch, which is not a shot put. But anyway, um, CO says, uh, chucking things, uh, Keith Lee chucking Isaiah Cassidy,
2: sure, Adam
1: Cole. <coughs> Jam Beard says, have TV be part of the draft and move Tozawa, Bobby Roode. And Dana Brooke back to NXT and give all three good runs. NXT Bobby Roode's not coming back anytime soon.
2: No, he's very he, injured, he, unfortunately. He's very,
1: very injured. Um, no, Dana Brooke needs to be on, on the main roster and she needs to team with newly heel Emma because Madcap Moss is turning heel because nobody likes him. They're, they've been teasing that for a month. Emma and Dana Brooke. Were a fantastic heel duo in NXT. They called up Emma and Dana Brooke together. Emma immediately got hurt, and Dana Brooke floundered because they had nothing for her to do. And they were like, "How how about your Charlotte sidekick?" And that didn't work. And hey, you're Emma,
2: blonde. Yeah.
1: Then they were like, "Let's repackage Emma to Emmalina, and then let's release her when she doesn't want to do it anymore."
2: Not just repackage her. She had more vignettes and beer. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um,
2: um, of all the people that have had talk shows, Dana Brooke having a show called The Babbling brook mm, mm. Missed opportunity.
1: Uh-huh. All right, let's get some puns.
2: All right.
1: Um, well, Jaden Fox says, can't watch live today, but have an epically awesome show.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: Does Does, does Alex do an impression of Doofenshmirtz from Finnish and Ferb? No, I don't do an impression of doof and schmerz. I I I've never watched Phineas and Ferb. I don't even really I don't I don't really know which one that is. Nor do I. It's I was it's I'm a little older than the the target audience for that. Meet Norma says what's up partners? I didn't watch NXT but it seems like I didn't miss anything. We just skip the review on Tuesdays and play video games and be silly together. WWE makes me nuts, too. Alex, also, hi, Kate.
2: Hi, Meet Normus.
1: Um, Meet Normus says Shinsuke Nadamura. Jake Salazar says Shitake Nakamutu. Um, Meet Normus says, who is Natalia's current tag partner? Meet Normus says <laughs> really Eddie good. Kingston and Jeff Jarrett's tag name, D Slap Nuts.
2: You know how I feel. Don't you put, like, my favorite wrestler and my least favorite wrestler <laughs> next to each other, though I respect the name.
1: Smickers says Cassius Pistachiono.
2: That's really good.
1: Jam Beard says um, uh, Wendy Cashew. That was actually from Bonkers L- LFC. Wendy Where Cashew is she? Is
2: Where's Wendy Chu? She's hurt. she's not. Is she?
1: Yeah, she's hurt. Uh, to Electric Mayhem says Willow Nuttingale. Sorry. <laughs> Orion Ben says Mongongo McMichael. That's good. Electric Mayhem says Stone Cold Steve Acorn. Good. <laughs> One lieutenant photo says Claudio Castapignoli. T <laughs> Electric Mayhem says sour graps nuts. Um, there it is. Uh, Chris Pereira says almond mine. <laughs> Not diamond mine. Almond mine. Almond mine. <laughs> Sara TK Almonds.
2: Pressure makes almonds. Oh.
1: <laughs> uh, Henry the Casey says, You can't see me. Doo, 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 doo. Uh, Orion Ben666 says, Kate Elizabeth Butternut. <laughs> Jamie Pringle says, Johnny Garbanzo. I know it's not a nut. It's One a Lieutenant Legume. Photo says, Chestnuts roasting on an Alba fire. <laughs> Jambeard says, Julie Chestnut. T Electric Mayhem says, Legumo kid.
2: Legumes are beans.
1: Zamla Valley says uh, Willie Macadamia Nut. Ricardo says Impact World Champ Steve Macadamia. That's
2: uh, pretty good. Bag
1: stack them mayhem for nuts. <laughs> Ricardo says Coco Macadamia Nut. That's
2: very
1: good. <clears throat> um, and and uh, uh, Jake Salazar says The Nutbusters. And Luis says The Effin' Nutbusters.
2: Kaiser, appropriate the shoot.com code FIFO.
1: Um, Jambeard says also wanted to say thank you for the fellow sour people who has wished me a happy day of birth. Happy birthday, May sour, live long in all of you,
2: Jambeard. Jambeard, Jambeard, <coughs> Jambeard. Um, maybe Linda will sing happy birthday to you I
1: don't or know.
2: the impression of your choice, maybe.
1: Um. uh Okay. There we go. Uh, we got some jukeboxes here. Not too many. That's good. Apparently, um, gyv hit the Coriolis, and Mark Davis said that they owe him five hundred dollars on Venmo. Wait, I don't get it. Isn't that isn't the Coriolis the Aussie Open? Yes. Finisher. So you gotta pay someone five
2: hundred bucks G- every time.
1: Gyv G- G- did it, and so they were joking and said, "You should do now. You got to Venmo me." I think.
2: Like, oh, 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 oh! Well, CM Punk
1: was kenta a lot of money then. That's oh, true. Um, uh, f- okay, um, this one for you. Force of will says, "In honor of Noam still kissing his hand before matches, can we get Tiffany singing Hendry Wall?"
2: Of course, you can.
1: Um power uh, pistachio house Hobbs.
2: Today was gonna be the day that I was that I would see Saber J, but now there's something Noah does that bothers me. I don't believe anybody feels the way he does about his hands. Put his hand back, put his hand behind his back hiding because he sees his hand is too exciting. There are still so many things I would like to do, but maybe there's no time, because maybe Joe Hendry's gonna be the one that saves me. And after all, this is a Joe Hendry wall. Toodles. Sorry, I can't read.
3: It's okay. We it's made all it. Right. Mm.
2: We made it, fam. Not my best work.
1: Ricardo wants um, Megadeth, Play for Blood. Sung by Nathan Fraser. Anybody searching for action, anything to feel the emptiness inside, any place that the streets are empty, any takers want to pour out their lives, with fire and lightning shooting from my hand and desolation written across my eyes, my itchy finger on hair pin trigger, my temper's hot and my patience taking flight. Inside the abattoir, The cover charge is somebody's got to die.
3: Now I hear you screaming out for mercy. Last man that's standing wins the fight. Too late. I see your end zero in on you. Even mortal enemies, they can't die. Let me help you up again. The wings of gold surround me. I live to play because I
1: know I'll never die. I don't play for keeps. I play for blood. And Bob's your uncle.
2: That should be the name of the show. Uh Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, Tiffany Stratton singing the Jet song <clears throat> from WSS from West Side Story.
2: I'll pretend that I need to open up the lyrics.
1: Uh-huh. We,
2: did we reference this last night or last? I think we
1: did. Yes, we did.
2: Alex, the days all run together.
1: That's sure they do.
2: When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last day in day. When you're a jet let them do what they can you got brothers around you're a family man you're never alone you're never disconnected you're home with your own when company is expected you're well (laughs) then you are set with a capital j which means they'll never you'll never forget till they cart you away when you're a jet you stay a jet toodles
1: Little news, apparently when did she was back, she's, uh, she's on, uh, she was taped for Level Up tonight, so she's, oh, she's not injured anymore. Oh, on, put her on my TV. Mm-hmm. That's true. Jambeard says, we need the return of heavy metal Walter to sing That's My Jam
3: by Skindred. Every time that I get around you, something happens takes a hold of my soul, staring me up until I can't get enough. When you move, it makes my sweat turn cold. Because you're a freak for the rhythm, slave to the dance. And now I've got you in the palm of my hand. Get all dramatic, erratic. Your moves are automatic. You're a freak for the rhythm, slave to the dance. That's my jam. Uh, um,
1: That's good. That's easy. Thank you. Uh, do you love, do love Walter? My a very accurate Walter impression.
2: Extremely accurate. Uncanny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
1: uh okay there we go a uh, couple of hold on let's do this one um we got a couple of darby's in here so we'll do we'll break them up a little <laughs> bit i think
2: i saw one of them pop me um,
1: the uh the Left mayhem once uh darby allen singing you make my dreams come true by Holland Oates. what i want you've got it and it might be hard to handle but like a flame that burns the candle a candle feeds the flame yeah yeah what i've got full stock of thoughts and dreams that scatter and you put them all together and how i can't explain oh yeah well well you ooh, ooh, ooh. you make my dreams come true malachi black you 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 ooh, ooh, ooh. well 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 you ooh, 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 ooh. oh yeah you make my dreams come true ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, ooh. On a a night when bad dreams become a screamer, Brody King, when they're messing with a dreamer, I can laugh into the face, twist and shout my way out, and wrap yourself around me, because I ain't the way you found me, and I'll never be the same. Oh, yeah, well, because you, ooh, 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 you make my dreams come true. Malachi Black. Starby
2: might have overtaken Nathan Fraser for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the Tiffany Stratton to sing Joe Hendry's version of <clears throat> Wrecking Ball.
2: Didn't I? I think I did this one. I'll do it again. Possible.
1: Po- possible. You never know.
2: Do, 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 do. I got to find it.
3: <coughs> Excuse me. Hmm.
2: Man, you got it so wrong, Alex. You should just be good at one impression.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's true.
2: No drugs and no alcohol. Does taxes and donates to charity. Is he first class? He has a degree in business, competes for his country. Don't you ever say, I don't want Joe Hendry. I will always want you. I made my entrance in the Hendry ball. I sincerely hope I don't fall. I won't do drugs and alcohol. It's the local hero, Joe Hendry. Toodles.
1: Um, <clears throat> Joe Hendry roll. Right. Do you believe in Joe Hendry? Uh, axiom singing the old Mentos theme song from Tom LaValle. Does it matter what comes first or third or noise? That's a
3: really good one.
1: I think, I, I think everyone should have to sing that. As well.
2: I like it because it's from the same era that my sweater is.
1: Mm, it's true. Um,
2: a sweater that looks like a water cup.
1: Um, uh, Beard wants Tiffany to sing My World just because it's a classic. Why is everyone so mean to me?
2: I typed, why is everyone so mean to me? Because everybody makes me sing Jeff Jarrett as Tiffany Stratton.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. I'm not a huge fan of the Jeff Jarrett. I know, I know. <clears throat> the earth is not your place. The pale skin on your face if you step inside with me, you will see a king. He ain't dead, he is Jeff. Don't wanna hear your big mouth talk. In my world, time to leave my mark. In my world, now in the cold in the dark. In my world, time to leave my mark. In my world, now in the cold in the dark. I get high and low pain. Welcome to the who's insane. Hold your lies and accusations. Don't mind, it's your situations. I just had a Tiffany epiphany in my world. Time to leave my mark. Toodles.
1: Very good. Very good.
2: It's called being a professional, okay? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do the job, but I did it.
1: I know. I know. I know. Jake Salazar wants Linda to sing The Duel of the Fates by John Williams. Which I thought was an instrumental, but apparently has lyrics. Mm I love you
2: guys so much. We're talking
1: to mops and singing songs. Oh, oh, okay.
3: Uh, Now I get it.
1: Those aren't really lyrics, but okay.
3: Kora, Mata, Kora, Ratama, Kora, Ratama, Yuda, Kora. That reminds. this is, reminds me of my bar mitzvah when I had to do all the all the all the chantings It's very similar this is is this not Hebrew it's been a long time since I've read anything in Hebrew
2: It has been It has been I remember this reading it sounded like the reading from your wedding with your third husband.
3: Yeah, it does. Uh, Kora, Kora, Mata Kora, Ratama, Kora Dianha, Kora Ratama, Nioha Kila Kora Ratama.
2: Toodles.
1: Um. Okay. Um. So uh, Cam threw in two. Uh, wants Miro doing Gorgor by Guar. And then has one for you as well to sing. As, as uh, we'll, we'll do that. There we go. Um, uh, okay. It's <clears throat> been a long time since I've done a Miro because it's been a long time since we've seen
3: Miro.
2: I know. Don't remind me.
3: <clears throat> Miro. 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 comes and sirens wail. Mournful drone of babbling fail. Thunderous and firestorm. Flames illuminate his form. Gogo go, comes and you must die. Swats F-16s from the sky. Miro, admit you crave the gift he brings you. Fall worship tyrant king you. Miro, 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 Miro. Miro. So pestilential hate is still obliterate the shadows of your long dead brothers and all the mutilated others who died in waves. Uniform to appease your bloody hulking form, which broke through layers of molten strata to make the planet Earth errata. Uh,
2: you won't say Tootles like Miro.
3: No. Yeah. To- Tootles. Um, <laughs> uh, Tiffany
1: Stratton performing Three Little Pings by Green Jelly.
2: <clears throat> Why don't you sit right back and I. I may tell you a tale of three little pigs and a big bad wolf. Well, the first little piggy, he was kind of hip. He spent most of his days just a dreaming of the city. And one day he bought a guitar. He moved to Hollywood to become a star, but living on the farm, he knew nothing of the city built his house out of straw. What a pity. And then one day jamming on some chords along came the wolf knocking at his door. Little pig, little pig, let me in. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Little pig, little pig, let me in. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Well, I'm huffin' and I'm puffin' and I'll blow your house in. Huffin' and puffin' blow your house in. Huffin' and puffin' blow your house in. Huffin' and puffin' blow your house in. Your house in. Toodles.
1: Um, uh, jambeard wants darby to sing tom's diner by suzanne vega
3: (laughs) i am sitting in the
1: morning at the diner on the corner i am waiting at the counter for the man to pour the coffee and he fills it only halfway before i even argue he is looking out the window at somebody coming
3: in Mindlifting, mindlifting i open up the paper there's the story of a malachi black who had died while he was
1: blank drinking it was no one i had heard of and i'm turned to the horoscope and looking
3: for the funnies when i'm feeling someone watching me and so i raise my head there's a woman on the outside looking inside. Does she see me? No, she does not really
1: see me because she sees her own reflection. And I'm trying not to notice that she's hitching up her skirt. And while she's straightening her stockings, her hair has gotten wet. It is you,
3: Malachi Black.
2: I really wish Sean didn't run it at that moment.
1: All right, finally, from Ricardo Tony D and Tiffany Stratton doing a duet of Journeys Separate Ways.
2: Luis really likes
1: it. Now, this is not a duet.
2: It um not. so but, but it this is, is broken, a way is better a nice journey night. song than don't sap believe in
1: it is a it is well now nah, hold on a second that's debatable um the it is broken very nicely into um into stanzas, so I'll do a stanza and then you can do a stanza uh and um and then I guess we'll try and break up the chorus in some way.
2: I um, how about I, I,
1: I'll do i I'll do a line and then you can do a line of the chorus? Yes.
2: If you're doing a stanza as Tony D'Angelo, are you doing a Tony stanza?
1: I'm doing i I'm doing a Tony stanza. Yes.
2: I
3: got okay. jokes. <laughs> okay. Here we go.
1: Here we stand, how worlds apart, how broken in two, 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 sleepless nights. Losing ground, I'm reaching for you, you, you.
2: Feeling that it's gone, can't change your mind. If we can't go now, to survive the tide, love divides.
1: Someday, love will find you.
2: Break those chains that bind you.
1: One night, we'll remind you.
2: How we touched him went our separate ways.
1: If he ever hurts you.
2: True love won't desert you
1: you know I still love you.
2: Though we touched and went our separate ways.
1: Troubled times. Caught between confusion and pain. Pain, pain. Distant eyes. Promises we made were in vain. In vain. In vain.
2: If you must go, I wish you luck. You'll never walk alone. Take care, my love. Miss you, love. Toodles. But
1: someday love will find you.
2: Break those chains that bind you.
1: I don't know why my Tony D's become Jerry Lulis. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't work anymore. But yeah.
2: Break those Die. chains
1: that bind you. One night will remind you. Of...
2: <laughs> How we touched him on our separate ways.
1: Yay, yeah, if we ever hate you.
2: True love won't desert you.
1: Oh, you know, I still so love you. Though
2: so we touched and went our separate ways. Toodles.
1: There you go. And that's it. That's everything. We had 45 nut puns. Most we of them are appropriate. We, we coined uh, horse jerkin versus beach biz or beach estate. Yeah. Um, yeah enough I think we're I think we're done several ways is better then? than don't stop
2: believing
1: that's a they're they're both excellent songs
2: <laughs> several ways kicks don't stop believings ass. They're,
1: they're both they're both excellent songs all right good night everybody
2: Toodles!
3: keep cool gaba